Back Fight fans, we got ourselves a special bonus episode of Split Decision for you today. We're just going to do a quick recap. Thank you. A quick recap uh, of the UFC 296 card. Hey, Angel, turns out we might know what we're talking about a little bit. Yes, sir. I think we were seven for seven. So, yeah, you want to make some money? <laughs> Follow our uh, expertise. And then we'll do special, like, maybe members-only content where they can see who you bet on so they know to bet the opposite. Yeah, don't <laughs> lose money with me. Come lose money with me. But that's, that's, that's behind a paywall now. You don't get that unless you, unless you pay for it. I have the same. Chel Sonnen's known for that, too, picking the wrong guys all the time. Well, I mean, Chel Sonnen's undefeated. He's undefeated, undefeated man. He's never never lost a round. Neither have I. Just like just like we haven't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, with us today, y'all, we got a very special guest, Jet Boyer. What up? Manager, player, coach of all things. He is the Jackie <laughs> Moon of athletically <laughs> declined sports. That How is you doing? <laughs> How you <laughs> doing? How you doing, Jet? Oh man, hanging out, hanging out, uh, trying to recover from uh, the football games today. I had to watch my Jets get the absolute dog crap beat out of them. But hey, it's all right. We had some really good, uh, really good fights uh, on Saturday night. Y'all, uh, y'all had a great episode. Got to listen to that. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, it uh, definitely is cool being able to uh, get some some combat sports content. So make sure if you guys aren't listening on a regular basis to Split Decision, make sure you are doing so. And uh, thank them for blessing your uh, your week this week with an extra episode. Yeah, you thank us, damn it. <laughs> you yeah, by the way, I'd also like to say, of all of all of the the month, many months we've been doing this now at AD, we have always put like Q and A's on all of our Spotify uh, uploads. Y'all are the only show to have ever actually gotten somebody to this point to actually respond with something of substance. It's pretty funny. I was like. Well, son of a gun. Are you kidding me, man? All right, man. Hey, what what guys. was it? What was it? Remind me. Um, it was one of your friends, I think, that we used to wrestle, if I remember correctly. Um, and he had basically was uh, had said something along the lines of, I can't wait to uh, to talk some wrestling with you guys. Oh, yeah. That's my boy right oh, there. Yeah. We all He's got fans, a- baby. Let's go. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of his, honestly. he's a, I'm not going to spoil it because he's going to – Come on the show and it'll blow your effing minds and your minds. and your and your brains too. Mm. Uh, so he's a he, he's a good friend of mine. We also feuded for a while within professional wrestling. I think we had about a six month feud going at one point. But that's my boy. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all uh, interact with us on the questionnaires and via social media and. You too could get a shout out on the air, mm-hmm. make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I do like feeling warm and fuzzy. Well, what you do in your private time is your business, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, let's get into it. UFC 296. Why don't y'all kick us off? What'd you think? Uh, I think I think the card was great. It was. Uh, I mean, we talked about it. We thought it was going to be a great card, and it, it turned out to be. One of the best cards of the year. There's a lot of knockouts. Um, 
we could get into the first fight on the main card. It was a it was a knockout of the night for sure. Oh yeah. Poor Bryce Mitchell. God, that that good old country boy took a took a thumping in this fight. And that it was something we were scared was gonna happen, but we weren't rooting for it to happen. We we like Bryce here and we were root we were in his corner, we were rooting for him, but you know, sometimes you get caught. He got sent to the shadow realm, had a little seizure, and they caught it on camera. It was kind of uncomfortable, but, I mean, I'm glad he's okay. He he could barely walk it off. It was it was pretty scary. Josh Emmett was a little, in the conference, he was a little scared of what happened. Yeah, what did you think of that, Jet? Did you uh, watch the Bryce Mitchell fight? Yeah, I've I caught some of the highlights. I, I think one thing is is at least – I'm, this is going to sound weird saying it this way, but y'all know what I mean. Like, appreciate, like, some remorse when stuff like that does happen, right? Because it's not like these guys want to, like, seriously injure these guys. I mean, this is a sport still. It's not like they're a bunch of savages out there. Um, I mean, this this isn't freaking, uh, what? Uh, oh, my gosh, what pride. That's not what this is, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, good Lord. So, you know, it was good to see, like, Josh Emmett was kind of like, man, like, I'm – hopefully like he's okay it wasn't one of these things where obviously we've seen you know the real big feuded fights where it's like you know like uh, mocking masvidal ben askren yes so yeah that uh that was crazy but again like you know sometimes you just get caught man it's ufc this is how it works but yeah opening it up the night with a bang this card i'll be honest with you guys i thought was uh wasn't my favorite card initially i was kind of like okay like there's some names on here but we'll We'll see what happens. I mean, y'all have been watching UFC long enough to know how that works. If a card looks like it's got some names on it. But, I mean, I wasn't really super excited for any of these fights other than the the Pimlet fight and uh, and the Leon Edwards, the, the main main event fight. But, yeah, all in all, I think, like, you know, we'll go through it, obviously, but some good fights. Yeah, I agree. And I – you know – you know what that I've been thinking about it since yesterday and that Bryce Mitchell fight. Dana's got to pay these guys more, man. Like he has got yep. to pay these guys more. It, you know, you said, I, I want to see, and I'm, I don't know if it's public knowledge or not. I haven't ever really done the research on it. I want to see if it's, uh, if you can see how much each fighter got paid for each specific fight, but I can't imagine that, Bryce Mitchell made all that much on that fight. And right. the, and it's like dude, like I'm glad he's okay and everything, but that had to take at least a couple fights off his career, you you would think, you know, and whether he's making in the ballpark of like 20 grand or maybe a little more or less, yeah, that sounds like a lot of money to go in there for what's technically 15 minutes of work, but Dude, you train he trained that long for this and then goes in there and you don't know how long that took off his career and to make twenty, thirty grand yeah, not really worth it in my book. You got yeah, taxes, yeah. You're also, and you gotta pay your team, you gotta The medical bills is because I mean they're gonna go to the freaking doctor after that and God knows like what what's wrong, right? I mean, you know, having these the guys fighting like this right having multiple like concussions like you know obviously are happening like people forget like cte isn't just like you know exclusive to football yeah and this isn't boxing 
These guys aren't getting, you know, $10 million a fight where it's like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll go in there and let somebody damn near kill me if I'm getting that much. Yeah, right. And then it's like, hey, you know, I go in there for one fight, I'm set for life. I mean, I know that's oversimplifying it. You know, that takes a long time to get to that point. But the UFC is the the pay is not there and for Dana to and I I don't mean to single out one guy it's the UFC organization as a whole but right. he is the figurehead of the organization and you know they're making bank off of these uh pay-per-view buys and dude fight of the night gets 50 grand like come on dude right come on you <clears throat> got to pay him more it's only going to make the sport better it's only going to make better athletes want to compete. And yeah, that's, that's my two cents on it. I'll hop off my soapbox now and we can, uh, I know, we can uh, move on to the next fight. I know Joe Rogan was like pleading someone to get this man off his feet. Cause he was like, he got up and he was still wobbly and he was like, please someone get this guy, get him off his feet, please. And he was still like, oh, I was like, man, I'll, I'll shout out to Bryce Mitchell. I hope he gets better. Yeah, yeah, I hope he does too. He's a good fighter. He just needs he needs to work on that stand up, needs to work on his defense. You know, hopefully he gets that done and can come back and be a little bit more well-rounded and and climb those ranks. Yeah, for but the next let's fight, see, let's who talk did we have people. next? Let's talk about people that should retire next fight in the next fight. People Talking about people. Oh, sorry, you just. Tony Ferguson, beautiful. Speaking of yeah, CTE, you. Tony you Ferguson. Me of that. Tony Ferguson needs to retire, man. <laughs> Golly, what bro. a what a segue. Speaking of CTE, Tony <laughs> Ferguson. Gosh, that is the poster How many child. Generations right of this guy fought. Too many, <laughs> too many. Uh, He's had a lot of issues. I mean, off. Patty, Patty the Batty, bro. Man, he didn't look the best. That, that, uh, I agree, Patty did not look the best, but even not looking his best, he handled that fight. Like, he, like he looked sloppy, and I feel like if he went in there against somebody that was not, I'm sorry, Tony Ferguson, not past their prime, and you know was a little more ready to compete at that level. He might've got slapped around a little bit, but it didn't really hurt him in this fight because I mean, he just outclassed Tony Ferguson. He looked a little gassed to me in the third round. Uh, Patty did. He, he looked a little gassed and I was, uh, I was wondering maybe that's why he went to wrestle and all the rest of the third round, but he, he looked a little gassed. I know he likes to uh, bulk up after every fight. I think it's uh, starting to catch up. Probably needs to stay in shape the whole year that way his conditioning doesn't doesn't go bad like it did this fight what do you uh, think about the fight we'll see i Jay. think it'll be all right though yeah i mean i think it's going to be interesting to me to see kind of where patty goes from here because i mean right now official like mma rankings has him at the 24th like lightweight uh contender right now UFC four and zero, but holding that twenty and three. I mean, 
this is a pretty heavy, top-heavy division, in my opinion, lightweight. And I think, I think you know, I, I would like to see him fight some guys like like to me that like that fight should push him up into the top ten, in my opinion. I mean, would you guys agree? Like, as far as like what he gets to like go up against? I mean, good lord, Michael Chandler is six, and he's got a two and three record. I mean, his yeah. last win was against Tony Ferguson as well, which led him to a Justin Gaethje fight. I mean, and we've got Gaethje at number three. And prior to that Tony Ferguson win, he lost to Poirier. So it's going to be interesting to see how Dana kind of plays this. Obviously, uh, Patty is a, is a barstool guy. He's also, you know, a fan favorite and and definitely one of Dana's favorite up and, up and comers. So... I don't know what you guys think, but, you know, I, I think Islam's kind of like holding down this division pretty heavy. I don't think Oliveira's going to be able to take that belt back. I, th- I just think Islam is just an absolute animal. But, I mean, there's I want, a lot. I want to see Justin Gaethje get, get one more crack at it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think I think Gaethje's a great fighter. I really like Gaethje. Um, I, I just... Islam, I mean, he's just he's just different, dude. He's different. And Poirier has no, again, my opinion, but Poirier has no business being number four. Like, Poirier is so far past his prime. He's nitpicking. I mean, what was the last fight the guy had? It was like the uh, he uh, fought BAF. Not... I think his last W was against uh, Yeah, the, but... Against Michael, against uh, Gaethje, right? No, he, Gaethje beat him. No, he lost to Gaethje. Right, that was, but, but that was the yeah. last like belt fight he had. Yeah, right. And then he ended up beating Chandler, and then he lost to Oliveira. Correct. But here's the thing with Poirier backwards is like, I I don't disagree with you. I think that he's kind of he's the low man on the totem pole within that top five, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But. Here's the thing: you're gonna give him uh, a a sixth ranked or a seventh ranked, you know, some somewhere on the bottom half of the top ten, right? Right. And Poirier is gonna be their fight to try and like crack that top five, and he's gonna dominate him because that's like what he does. It's like I feel like that's where he's at right now. Is he's sure he's accurately ranked right around that? Like I think four is too high. But like between five and seven, because if he fights somebody sure. lower than that, he's going to dominate him, and he's kind of stuck right there. Well, that's why I want to see Patty like get a shot at, at like a guy like Dustin, because that would be a perfect fight for him, because he's a guy that historically has got good ground game, right? Yeah, but can also stand up when he needs to. I think that's very underrated because most of the time Dustin's, I mean, Lord, I think right, like at at this moment in the forefront of our mind, recency bias shows us that, I mean, he, he's been known for here in the past few years of taking down Connor and shutting Connor up, right? So yeah. to that point, what did he do? He he kept Connor on the ground because that's what you do with McGregor. And so I want to see Dustin really get in there and have to, because again, if he lo- you losing to, to to Gaethje at three, no one's really going. Oh yeah, Dustin's like a bad fighter, right? You lose yeah. to Oliveira, no one's saying, "Hey, Dustin, you're a bad fighter." Those are two like just absolute artists at the talent, right? Like those are 
top three guys. Yeah, and he was an underdog in the Gaethje fight, and he right. would he would be an underdog against Oliveira as well. So yeah, I see. Like, so <clears throat> I, I see what you're saying. So I'll yeah, like, but, yeah, but Patty let's get 15. let's get Patty after this because again, you've got a, the who, who were we talking about Michael Chandler beat Ferguson, lost to Poirier, lost to Gaethje, like. Tony Ferguson seems to be kind of that stepping stone, it seems like. And again, I know Chandler's been fighting for a while. I'm just saying, two and three record, Patty's four and oh in the UFC, and his record's almost the same overall. So no, uh, I, personally Yeah, but but level of competition, like I, I Patty, get it. yeah, Patty hasn't beat it. the guys Chandler's beat. I, I get that, but we're talking in the UFC for Chandler versus out of the UFC. He is two and three. I know uh, Patty so, has said. Uh, I want to. See, I mean, Patty has said like I'm not. I'm not fighting anybody in the top ten until my I, I redo my contract. He's like I'm not fighting the big guys for ten and ten. So he's like Nothing. he's waiting to yeah. renew his contract. And before. honestly, honestly, that's. I'm not mad at him for it. No, me either. Like, I mean, that's. I'm smart. not going to go in there and get my head cracked by Dustin Poirier for. Yeah. Uh, what's essentially a rookie contract. Like, no, exactly. But let's just say, again, like I know we keep throwing this name out there, but I mean, Michael Chandler is number six. I think Patty would beat the absolute breaks off of Michael Chandler right now. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Well. I think you would. I, 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 I want to see that. I think if we're having this conversation two to three fights from now, definitely. But as of right now, I don't. Well, I, again, I just don't see it. It doesn't pass the eye test for me. The reality is we're going to see it two to three fights from now. Because, Patty, again, just based on what we're talking about here. So I'm talking about when he gets that crack in the top ten, I want to see him fight a Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier type, and I hope that they start him with Chandler. Because I think that at that point you're going to see Chandler start to fall, and I think that Patty will be able to do what we're talking about Poirier is maybe fight some guys within that kind of top 10 if he's sitting around six or seven. Yeah, I think I really think solidify like what up, he's doing in that division, right? Uh, definitely get him someone between 11 and 15 to fight next because his last fight before Ferguson, he struggled and some say he lost that fight. So it was good for him to come back to Ferguson and get his, get his wits about him again. <clears throat> but his next fight should be a, definitely a someone ranked and uh It'll be a great fight for test where he's really at because he hasn't really fought anybody to test him so far. Yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight like a Grant Dawson or like a Joel Alvarez. Those would be two like pretty good fights, I think, for him. Like these guys are moderately ranked. I don't know if you go as far up as like a Dan Hooker. I think Here, a hook. Here's the thing where I feel like. Maybe I feel like Dan Hooker would be the guy because this because Patty is Dana's next big thing, right? That's oh, for he's, sure. he's the next guy that Dana is really hoping works out. I don't think you put him in there against somebody that doesn't have that name recognition because right. if he loses, but if he loses to Dan Hooker, right. then it's like, okay. Patty still might be good. He just might not have been ready for Dan Hooker. If he loses to a guy that most like casual fans don't know who he is, right. it's like, oh, Patty, Patty sucked. Patty was overrated this Even whole time. Even Raphael Fiziev, that wouldn't be a bad fight either. Now, I think Fiziev's like could be ranked a little bit higher. I think the the, the Gaethje loss kind of hurt his ranking 
but he's a freaking good fighter too, man. I mean, sitting at nine. If we're going name recognition, I could see them giving him. Okay, so if we want him to fight in the top fifteen, give him Bobby Green next. That's Bobby Green's currently ranked number yep. fourteen. Right. That that cracks him into the top fifteen. Then give him Dos Anjos. That, yeah, that's for just purely for name recognition, but and that's a fight that could go either way, but Patty should still win that fight. So it would be one that I think would interest a lot of people. What about what about a name like maybe Jalen Turner? I could see that. I want to see. I would want to see Jalen Turner get a get a signature win before it. Like I'm just going from like a professional wrestling background like booking a show type sure. of background i want to see jalen turner get a big win that makes it, that kind of gives him that name recognition a little more and then put him because patty patty like patty's gonna be the a side in his next two to three fights right until he gets to that mid-level of the top until he makes the top 10 he's gonna be the a side but right. you don't want the b side to be somebody that nobody's ever heard of no, you're, like no, you're definitely right. Jake Paul fought on Friday. I, I just don't know. If, <laughs> my only issue with Bobby Green is like, is he is he too too far on the other side of like a a viable fight in terms of competition? I don't think so because I I still think he's a competent fighter, and I think, but I also think that that's potential barring anything crazy. That's an easy fight for Patty, and that's what you want right uh, now. I mean, yeah. In, in that terms, I agree. If you're going to want to challenge him, then I think that Dan Hooker would be the way to go. But, yeah, I think if you're going the, the line, which more likely than not, as you rightfully said, you're trying to get him a, you know, accustomed to seeing him win more, right? Same thing they did with uh, O'Malley. Did the same thing with O'Malley. Yeah. They got O'Malley. And, and it's worked. It has 100% worked. 100% it worked. Because he shocked everyone when he won his last when he won the title. I don't I mean me myself, I'm a huge Sean O'Malley fan. Sugar is the guy. But for him to go in there and do what he did, like You thought he was gonna lose, right? I thought he was gonna lose. He freaking found Sterling. I mean, he found that chin, bro. And it was exactly like Connor and Aldo. It was the same almost identical situation. Damn man, yeah. skip skip the line. I, to I the thought title. that fight was way yeah, I thought that fight was way too soon going into it, and I was Me too. proven I was proven wrong. So, but also again, that's where it goes back to like Sean, like was the striker. That's what he was known for. And I and again, I said this from from when, on the round table whenever we that fight happened. One thing that I think Sean O'Malley did that that Connor didn't right because these guys are always going to be compared to each other because of the style, because of the tattoos. Because of just the the sh- semantics of what the, they do, the shit talk and the exactly the personality. But Sean has done something that that Connor never could, never would do. He actually put in the work to learn a ground game, and at the bare minimum, learned a good defensive ground game. Yeah, he he's not gonna submit you, but he can escape. Exactly. Like, he, ground game's not and, that and, bad. And, it's not that bad. I'm sorry. It's not bad. He is the best one that fought against Khabib's ground game. Everyone else got chucked out like that. He at least was staying a couple rounds. It's not that bad. I I agree with I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Mm. I'm kind of in the middle I, between I, y'all. 
because I would disagree because I think that that at the point where he was at with Khabib, I think he was in the best the best absolute from a standpoint of physical like shape and his and like uh, like his craft being as tight as it was. That was the best we've seen him. He should have taken that and grown on it. And going from Khabib to Poirier is a drop off. You're talking about arguably the goat of that division in Khabib. And you're going to go up against freaking Poirier. And I thought he should have handled business there. He didn't. Same thing with freaking, uh, what do they have? What do they do? Have to have a, a freaking uh, trilogy with Nate Diaz? Are you kidding me? Come on. You're known as the striker, the lefty. Couldn't even win in his own stand-up game. Versus who? So, like, if his ground game was so good, why wouldn't he have taken Nate down? Why wouldn't he have gotten Nate out in a submission? We don't see Connor work submissions, and that's my issue. It's this division has turned into such a ground game that if you're going to try and win it as a striker, you better be damn good. Yeah, no, everyone. Well, I mean, uh, I think that Connor is. Now. Yeah, I think Connor is a damn good striker, but I'm I'm kind of in between uh, you and Angel here uh, as far as Connor is concerned. I think that. Nobody was going to beat Khabib in that era. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't going to happen. And he was just, because of the high-profile nature of that fight, was kind of made to look like shit after that. That would have happened to every other single fighter in the division. Sure. Same exact thing would have happened. Because Khabib did it to every other guy that was in that division. So I think that Connor is more competent on the ground than he gets credit for. However, Sean is better. And that's my point. It's He's also like 6'2", fighting five foot, five foot, five foot four guys. That helps. <laughs> that yeah, helps. yeah, no, it does help. Yeah, 100%. No, that's, that's a fair... But hey, you're using your attributes, using your weapons. But you, you know, know what I'm saying, says, though, guys? Like, it's not... And again, it's not that... I'm, and, and I know that came off of saying Connor was bad on the ground. Fight you for Compared that. Compared to the top three... Huh? I'll fight you for that. Don't disrespect the goat. Ooh. Uh, Bro, he I love Connor. Connor's my favorite fighter of all time. So don't get me wrong. Him and okay. Iceman, those are my guys. Ooh, but hot takes. Hot takes. But I wish Connor would have gotten better. I mean, Connor just now got his black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu this year. Like I think he even never, is like a third degree or if he never took off to go do the boxing thing, I think because that was when he was red hot and he went to go box, made a shitload of money, yeah. and then he just kinda Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm rich. Yeah, no, I agree. He secured the bag, but he pissed away his MMA career. Hundred percent. Which he made you know. a choice, and, and you know what? It's benefited him as much as professionally in his sport. It didn't look that way. Connor is still the first to hold simultaneous belts in a division. Can't take that away from him. Connor is also a very wealthy man. He he is also still who you think of when you think of the UFC. Hundred percent. You th you think of Conor McGregor? We had that conversation the very first roundtable. Angel, remember that we talked mm -hmm. about Conor McGregor will forever be the face of. He's the Michael Jordan of the UFC. And chills just you saying that. I mean, because it is like even all the all the other fighters are like, no, he's the goat. He's on Mount Rushmore because he put it where it's at right now. John Jones yeah. said it. I mean, he elevated it. 
Like, even if Michael Jordan didn't win six rings and he did the uh, the things that he did, like, he separated the game from, like, this – he was, like, the airman, right? Like, no one saw people, like, jumping out of the gym and floating in the air and, and being able to just, you know, turn turn a switch to score at will. And the same thing with Connor. I mean, he goes in there and it's like – not only is he going to talk shit to you, but he's going to do it in a way where you truly are being disrespected and then goes in there and disrespects you and takes you down, right? And holds those two belts. Let's get back to the recap. Yeah, but... <laughs> this took a wide turn. Here's, here's the thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it took a wide turn. We've been talking about Conor McGregor right. for a while. But, but here's where I will agree with you. Conor McGregor is the Michael Jordan of the UFC, but currently... Conor McGregor is the Michael Jordan with the Wizards of the UFC. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Don. A thousand percent. Yeah, uh, because you know that that was one hundred percent accurate. He's coming back. But, UFC 300. Is that is that fight still scheduled between him and Michael UFC Chandler? UFC three hundred. Still on the books. It should. Yeah, should be on. We're gonna three, have to do a, a live card. watch on that because I really want to see that fight. Well, I'll die. I'll be down for that. That's all right. Be so April. let's let's get back to the recap. Let's get back to the recap. Take us to our next fight, Angel. Wonder Boy versus Shafkat Rachmanov from Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. And he mollywopped my boy Wonder Boy. Q funeral. <laughs> yeah. Q funeral music. Wonder Boy now, is 40 Tyler, years old. 40 it. years old. Uh, <laughs> you're right, Johnny. He's definitely the gatekeeper. These. 100% correct, Johnny. He is the gatekeeper. Do what uh, now? You were correct about. Uh, Wonderboy, he is a gatekeeper now. Yeah. I think I think he said if I'm not he no is longer unfortunately, competing. Go ahead. Yeah. If if he does continue to compete, I don't see him winning again in the UFC. I see him I, I don't want him to compete anymore, honestly, because at this point, his entire purpose is going to be someone else's signature win. Like they're just going to use the Wonder Boy name and beating Wonder Boy to push them into a higher rank fight. And I don't want to see that. Wonder Boy's had a good career. You don't want to see him go out like that. So I hope this is the end of the line for him. I He's had a great career. I'm a big fan. Right off into that sunset, Wonder Boy. With Jack Black. <laughs> and thank you for your memories because he was a great fighter. One of my favorites. Yeah, and for, for, it's for like that. Him, it was the same thing. Oh, I was gonna say Wonder Boy right now is where uh, Cowboy was two years ago, mm-hmm. and Cowboy got out because he saw the writing on the wall of like he I'm he still got it in terms of he can be competitive and he's dangerous, and you can't look past him, but he's not gonna make another run. There's no way, so. Don't don't go out being somebody else's signature win. You know, go yeah. out on your own terms, and I think I'm hoping that that's what Wonder Boy is going to do here. I think he said if I if I'm not fighting for the title, like what's the point? I, I might as well just like I said right off into the sunset. And I think he's in the back back end of his career, and I would give Shaq Shafkat versus Kobe. I just want to see him punish Kobe as well. <laughs> just. Continue the Colby uh, beatdown. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yep, but great fight. This guy, no one had ever submitted Wonder Boy, and he made him 
tap out. So signature win for sure. Yeah, to be the first to have done that, even at even at that point in Wonder Boy's career, to be to be able to say that you're the only person to do something gives you that you can start building a brand off of that, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's gonna start getting some higher profile fights here pretty soon. Hundred percent. He's in the top five. Um All so right, what, it, it's either Colby, Usman, or fight for the title. It's one of those three. Give him Usman. Right? I mean, That's do we good, think yeah. do we think he's ready for a title fight off of beating Wonder Boy? I mean, he's undefeated. Joe like, Rogan. He's got to like, have a fight in between that, right? I say Colby. I just want to see him get punished. I'd be fine with Colby or Usman. Yeah, I'll say one of yeah, one of those two I'm, guys. You know, I mean, you know me. We we established on the last episode we have no love loss here for Colby Covington. So line him up with a murderer's row of guys and just push him on out. I think he's gonna be the next. Uh, That's stepping stone for everybody gatekeeper because man he looked he looked horrible but we'll talk about that a little bit and that's what that's yeah that is actually what we'll get into it we'll get into it later what's the uh what's the next fight that we had the next one was the flyweight title match between pantoja versus brandon royval and uh man alexandre pantoja just pretty much uh beat him every round uh it was pretty lackluster fight i didn't I kind of started playing with my phone, waiting for the Leon Edwards fight on this one. Yeah. Yeah, so I was also at the same time, like, because I like to flip back and forth. I got real bad uh, ADHD. So I'm never keeping the, like, TV where it's at. So I was also watching the live updates that they do. Like, they write round by round, you know? Have you ever seen those? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, mm-hmm. as a round ends, they'll give you the summary of the round. And on the website that I was doing, it like, I went back. Oh, I missed like most of that fight. And then it was just like, the headline was very uneventful fight in the <laughs> yeah. in the flyweight championship match. Like, like nothing really happened. Basically, is like, what the I saw some said, some so. punches landing, but man, those guys are. They're like 115, one, yeah, 115, 125. Might as well be hitting each other with pillows at that point. Yeah, no, nobody got knocked down. There was a lot of wrestling, a lot of jiu-jitsu. Um, but yeah, Pantoja easily won that fight. And just like we predicted it, he was a heavy uh, favorite. And I think uh, Moreno wins. We let's see, that see Moreno rematch. get back in there, huh? Yeah, that makes yeah, it. Yeah, let's get Moreno that belt back. 100%. Get this flyweight back up and running because I don't want it to be boring again and they have to shut it down once again. Yeah, we don't want to see them making any more trades with 1FC and destroying the division. Hey, bring back Mighty Mouse. (laughs) I would like to see that. Trade him back. I don't think Mighty Mouse is ever coming back, man. Uh, He loves the culture over there and Uh, random weirdo fights over there. Yeah, he, and he's making bank over there too. Hundred percent. Uh, so get in my main event. Well, yeah, let's get into the main event. 
a little bit. Boy, it didn't thoughts. go quite how we wanted it to go. Mm-mm. It the, we got the result that we wanted, but we we wanted to see Colby get smacked around significantly more than we got. But Colby did nothing in this fight, like nothing. No, I mean for the most part, Leon kind of like, didn't either. I almost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I almost feel, and I hate to say this, I almost feel like Leon didn't as much win that fight as Colby just lost that fight. Those leg that, kicks. Like, yeah. He landed a lot of leg kicks. I'll give him that. There's a, I think I sent you the video, Johnny, on TikTok of Colby walking. He could barely walk. He had ice all over his legs from all the leg kicks he uh, endured. It was bad. But that's mostly how Leon yeah, won the fight. I just, I guess there is a little bit of justice in that. Is that you're gonna go in there and destroy the guy with some straight up immoral trash talk, and then you're just gonna have, you're gonna take a loss in a fight that nobody's gonna remember. Dude, I call that so, Donald Trump thing. I guess a little bit of justice in that. I'm so happy I, Wait, I called didn't that. Didn't you say Trump was going to disown him? Yeah, he was going to walk out <laughs> in the middle of his speech and exactly what he did. I was like, hey, he's going to disown him. He was uh, talking after his loss, and Donald Trump was already leaving, waving bye to the fans. He's like, bro, you want Donald Trump to root for you. You got to win. That's his whole thing. He doesn't associate right. with losers. <laughs> Loser. But yeah, that, that uh, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. The fourth, fifth round, I, I, was, I was kind of falling asleep because I was like, I man, Leon, guy. you're not really hitting him. A lot of leg kicks, though, but not a lot of punching. Kind of, he was kind of defensive. Just, Go ahead. Hot take I think Leon Edwards is one of the most boring champions we've had. Joe Rogan agrees. I don't think that's a hot take. Think, Joe Rogan think, agrees. Yeah, I think that is an accurate. I think that's an accurate take. It's like he's the guy that, like, doesn't want to do anything flashy because I think he himself understands that he has to be meticulous to keep himself where he is because he does nothing great. He just has a lot of good things. He's so quick. Yeah, man. I mean, let's be on. All right. I'm going to preface this by saying a win is a win. This is not a criticism. This is just an opinion, <laughs> but let's be honest. He got that belt because he got lucky. Like oh a thousand that, percent. Like it's not like he went in there and dominated. It was a lucky kick, and he. Right. I feel like even he knows that, and so that's. I agree with you. That's why he's not going to do anything crazy. Everything's going to be conservative, and he's holding on to that belt for dear life. He's like, right. please just let me get through one more fight. And his defense, he beat so, him the second time too. So he's been newsman twice. No one else has ever done that. He is pretty boring, though. He, but he, that's that is true. That is true. He is pretty boring, yeah, but that's, that, that wins. Think that... that wins championships and keeps you in there. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Usman wasn't mm. for a large portion of his career was considered a boring fighter as well. So yeah, kind of like Izzy. Izzy was towards I mean, the last few fights. Same thing though with the. Uh, I mean, you look at boxing. Like Floyd Mayweather is apparently the you know self-proclaimed goat. He's un never lost whatever, but like 
like you watched a Floyd Mayweather fight and been like, man, that was exciting. Yeah. Have you ever watched a Floyd Mayweather fight and not felt like you wasted money? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the only so like exciting like the thing, same thing. The only exciting part in a Leon Edwards fight was when Nate slapped the shit out of him and almost knocked him out. That was the most entertaining fight I've seen from Leon Edwards, and he did nothing. He <laughs> he got slapped. He was about to get knocked out from a slap. But shout out to him. Shout out to Leon for defending his father. That we we were so very wrong on. We thought it was. I thought. Oh that was yeah, his dad, yeah, yeah. But it was, we do need to. We were thinking that his coach was his dad, and so that's why we we had thought that the death of his father was so recent because we remembered his coach being at the fight, obviously. And we were thinking that was his dad, but we were wrong on that. We want to point that out. So we will eat our crow here at a uh, split decision when we make mistakes. So y'all keep us accountable. That one was our bad, but you know, either, either way, whether it happened yesterday or it happened 10 years ago, Colby Cummington still a dick for still a dick for that trash talk. Doesn't matter when <laughs> it happened, still cross the line, and he can eat a bag of them. He can eat a whole bag of dicks because that was that was garbage, just like Colby. So what do you See, think? Look, that's the first time that I've said that. It went directed at you there, Clem. <laughs> yeah, it felt nice. Felt <laughs> nice. Directed your way. Like, felt nice to be able to join in. Yeah, yeah, you know what I, I get what this whole like <laughs> eat dicks thing's all what, about telling what, people off with that. What do you think is in the future for Colby Wait, and what? for Leon? <laughs> Besides a bag of dicks. Well, that this is what. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, no, we were talking about that, and I said I think that if Colby loses this fight, he goes to being that gatekeeper of the top five, which. I don't think, in my opinion, there's no reason for Colby to be in the top five anymore. He can't beat any of those guys. Like, yeah, he looked, he I, looked off. My, I don't think he can. So, especially, yeah, especially if the Colby from last night shows up. Yeah, he, looked, he, he, he doesn't slow. deserve to be in the top five. He looks slow. His kicks so, are. He looks slow, but more than that, he looks scared. Which, like, how are you going to talk? That mu- I'm gonna take you to the seventh circle of hell in this fight. Boy, it took Dude, him nowhere. You ran away the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> like, where is is this like seventh? If if you consider hell to just be really really boring, then yeah, you sure did take him to the seventh circle of hell because we were all snoozing after that. <laughs> I was literally falling asleep in the fourth round at a bar. I was like, man, I, this this fight. Is, I thought it was gonna be a barn burner. This freaking. Those girls won fight of the night, by the way. I don't know if you saw the prelims. That was the best fight of the night. Was card. it Arlene? The, the girl that, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I, I didn't know she won fight of the night. I know she had a great performance, and uh, she got the knockout, right? Or was it? Did she get the knockout? No, I, I want she did. I'm saying they got. They should have won fight of the night. I don't know who won fight of the night, but dude, they went at it. She checked no leg kicks, just took the leg kicks. And, <laughs> dude, those girls at Step the end. Step one, absorb the blow. Absorb the blow. Dude, the, the end, I Step saw a picture. Two, I posted a picture on my Instagram. Go to hospital. Yeah. I posted that picture on my Instagram. Oh, dude, they were all kinds of beat up. I was like, man, that's, give them five of the night. They need a bonus because they're about to pay us for little medical bills. <laughs> yeah, they need, they're going to need some reconstruction after this. 
hundred <laughs> percent. But um, yeah, that, that was a great card, man. I I definitely want to get into this uh, Duplisi and uh, Sean Strickland uh, scrub, uh scramble in the in the in the stands. So did y'all get to see that? Who you got? Who you got? Uh, right now you have to pick. They're fighting tomorrow. Who you who you putting money on? Shout out to my boy, uh, Mr. Fantasy. I'm gonna stick with Sean Strickland. He'll, I agree. He knows why. Yep. I agree. I think that Duplessis coming out on uh, uh, Twitter to it was either yesterday, right after the fight, or it was this morning. Coming out on Twitter and being like, oh, "Well, yeah, you hit like a you hit like a girl." <laughs> it's like, dude. Shut up. That's that's what somebody says when they get their shit rocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, he said some. Well, him, uh, the police and Sean, uh, was what's his name? O'Malley. They were talking mess because I mean I don't know if you heard that Sean Strickland podcast on Joe Rogan. He talked a lot about his uh, issues growing up, and I'm yeah. I'm thinking there was some stuff with his dad, and they got brought up, and that set him off pretty quick. Yeah, because uh, Sean Strickland even said on Twitter today, um, and I'm paraphrasing here because I'm not going to take the time to look like look it up word for word. But he brought up how they did say stuff like that, like they brought up his past of being abused, and he was like, "How are you going to come at me for being abused?" And then, but like you're a grown man going on like the uh on multiple podcasts basically talking about how much of a piece of shit you are like like he was basically say, it, all all in all Sean Strickland was basically saying the tough guy's version of like dude you're just bullying me right now and like I'll just right. like I'm just going to punch you in the face so that and that's what he did so you know Sean Strickland stands on business. Stand on business. business. I would have done the same. Hey, shout out to him hey, telling that kid, and uh, that was Bruno, somebody's wife and kids, like, hey, can y'all scoot over real quick? And then jumped off, and let's go. I love that. <laughs> Your UFC's already showing the replays everywhere. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great buildup to that fight. I, Me, personally, I think that I'm taking Sean Strickland to the moon for – for the next little bit here, I think he's going to go on a run of being looking pretty solid. Like, I don't know that he retains that belt for like a super long run or anything like, but he's going to look good for a while. He's kind of hit that second wind here and he's looking tough. He's his looking boxing tough is, right now. His boxing is really good. And he's just Sean Strickland is like, don't get me wrong. Sean Strickland can definitely be a dick too. Like we've seen it before. All all these guys can. All guys can in general. Let's be honest. But uh, we've seen Sean Strickland be a dick, like in uh, press conferences before. But he's kind of got this like vibe to him that me, anyways. I just kind of like him. Like I'm just like. Mm-hmm. There are some some of these guys go on there like the Colby Covingtons, and it's like Colby Covington makes me cringe. Sean Strickland does not. You could tell he's not so, playing the character. Yep. He's just that's him. Yeah, Colby is just like Colby is like 
blurring that line between playing a character and just being a really, really, really dog shit human being. And Sean Strickland is just like, I'm going to be Sean Strickland. And that might come off as an asshole sometimes, but a lot of times that'll come off as really likable too. So I'm rooting for him. I, I kind of look at all these things through a professional wrestling scope of like, all these guys are playing characters and I'm just picking the ones that I like. No, right. He's a baby face right now for sure. Yeah. He, he did that face turn and it, it, it hooked me. Oh yeah. He's definitely one of my favorite fighters right now. And, uh, I want to see him win a couple more fights and let him keep talking shit. And I'm a fan of talking shit. So uh, the more he does, the more he talks, the more I listen, the more I'm a fan of him. And uh, yeah, well, we'll definitely bring we're, that up. Let me let me clarify for you, Angel. We're fans of talking shit within the parameters that are acceptable of talking shit like well he calls sean, sean o'malley's he's like you're a cook because you let people smash your wife and that's why i the... mean that could it be crossing a line yes but it's true but when you're however discussing however <laughs> yeah. yeah sean o'malley went on multiple podcasts talking about it himself so it's like really sean strickland's just giving his opinion on what sean o'malley already said yeah. So it's it's not like that was a secret between them. And he's like, oh, by the way, all this guy lets people sleep with his wife. <laughs> so it's like that would make him a dick. Which, but... by the way, is and it's very strange why you would put your personal business to that degree just publicly out there just as a whatever. Yeah, like do, you'd be surprised. People, people have so that. much access to Sean O'Malley. Yeah, that you would. Like you would think he would try to be a little bit more secretive over that kind of stuff, but hey, let your freak flag fly. You know, whatever you're, if you're into it and it's consensual, hey, whatever floats. Do whatever you do, whatever you want, and legal, and legal, very important, uh, very important caveat there. If it's legal and consensual, and you're into it, uh, knock yourself out, man. But I don't necessarily want to hear about it. Goodness. Shout out Sean O'Malley. <laughs> Sean O'Malley, you dirty dog. But yeah, man, uh, definitely fo- looking forward to UFC 297. Um, definitely going to bring that up in the, in the next uh, podcast. And uh, hopefully some boxing news pops up that we can also talk about. Yeah, I mean, there's always stuff going on in boxing. It's We got to weed through the miles and miles of crap to get to the gyms so but that's our job not your job listeners so let us do that for you but i think uh y'all got anything else uh coming down the line here real soon for y'all specifically within a within athletically declined i mean what can the listeners be looking out for for you well we've got the last round table of the year tomorrow so make sure everybody tunes in Watch that 7 o'clock on the dot. Going to be out live at Dave & Buster's in Friendswood, if, uh, Texas, if you guys are in the area. If you scenario, want to come check that out. It'll be starting at 7. It's going to be going till 9, and we will be live, obviously, YouTube, as we always are, Facebook, Twitter, but also the Connect TV app. So if you guys are not familiar with that, um, it's a new thing for us. We are partnered with Connect TV to uh, take some of our content on uh, their platform. So if you all have not yet, go download that Connect TV app. 
check that out and also make sure you're all subscribed to all major social media platforms because we are getting ready to do some giveaways as well as we have launched a bunch of new merch on the athleticallydeclined.com store so check that out and uh Man, some real big things coming, guys. I know y'all know the deal. And, uh, man, these, these guys don't even – they don't even know. They don't even, they don't know, even know. But they're going to learn. They're going to learn, brother. <laughs> they're going to learn. I um, also have a bad dad pod with uh, Mr. Ray Cash Care, the uh, former Navy SEAL. Going to be getting a nice little interview with him uh, on Tuesday. Probably la- launch that, uh, I think, the m- Monday, I guess – be the first of the year so that monday and then for me All i right. have uh have wrestling to talk to on wednesday on wednesday with johnny so tune into that brother brother let's go we got to have you on the wrestling show time i see your promo skills yeah come on man you got there's a man we know you've got your signature line already yeah. so oh i'll tell you something there's a man all right <laughs> brother <laughs> Gosh, but hey, I appreciate y'all having me on, guys. It's been fun. Absolutely. When the boss man comes and tells you he wants to be on your show, <laughs> you'd be foolish to deny him. So <laughs> you, know, uh, you are obviously always welcome. The man signs our checks, and we love him to death. <laughs> so <laughs> we're always welcome uh, on the show. Uh, y'all, you know you're going to catch us here on Wednesday for our professional wrestling episode. We will be back on Saturday for our next UFC slash boxing slash everything else combat sports episode. And y'all keep an eye out. Uh, we had mentioned merch. It's We're working on it. It is coming soon, and it is going to blow your effing minds. So be ready for that. It's going to be awesome. And what do we always say, guys, here on Split Decision? Violence, Violence is, is always, always the, the answer. answer. We are still working out the timing on that, but we all got the words right this time, and that's that's about all we can ask for. All Rock right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.